Hello, hello. Hey up, what's up, what's good? Que cosa sucede? Ni hao, pubiet. Welcome to the Any Given Runway Show. I'm your host, Randall Carlton Green. Any Given Runway celebrates the exploration of new cultures by highlighting some of the most interesting, intellectual, and artistic people in the world. Everyone has a story. Each person a scholar. We have a great show for you today with the marvelous guest, clothing designer, and comedian Juan Rosario joins the show. The Bronx native is founder of Juan Love Apparel, which designs clothes with love and care. Juan Love Apparel focuses on positivity, self-worth, and simplicity, and wants its wearers to focus on being themselves, to simply be you. Juan Love Apparel is more than a brand. It's a lifestyle that reminds you to be comfortable both in who you are and what you wear. It's a lifestyle that promotes positivity and self-worth while targeting simplistic fashion so that's individual to you. Juan Love Apparel will focus on partnering with ideas that share the same values of sustainability, authenticity, and an ethical process because they believe in the values they promote. On today's episode, Juan chats about the creation of Juan Love Apparel and why he wants to make a positive impact through his clothing. Juan also reflects on what it is to be from New York City and how that's played a role in who he is today. And finally, Juan and I chat about his comedic career and how being a comedian has enhanced his creativity. Really, really fun conversation with Juan today. He's incredibly thoughtful and intellectual. All of his answers were well thought out. And I love hearing what he has to say because not only does he have a great vision, but his compass is aligned to values and those values keep him motivated, keep him driven, and keep him ambitious. Thrilled for everyone to meet him. So let's go ahead and bring on clothing designer and comedian Juan Rosario and let's learn. How did growing up in the Bronx help shape and create the idea of Juan Love Apparel? And for you, what was it like growing up in NYC? Well, uh, I mean, it was the Bronx helped me kind of uh, see this like one piece to life. It was kind of, uh, you know, see this idea of life that you don't notice that there are other pieces until you kind of move out of that environment. Um, My parents actually moved out to Rockland County, which is about 40 minutes away from the city, my senior year of high school, which went as smoothly as you can imagine. And uh, just even, even it was only 40 minutes away, but seeing that the culture was completely different was kind of new to me. I, you know, it was just, it was a culture shock essentially. And then I moved to New Hampshire for college and I noticed that things are just different everywhere. And, you know, it's like this kind of like socio uh, ecosystem in each like individual area, you know, like one town is different from the next and one neighborhood is different from the next. And, uh, and I thought that was just interesting. And that's what kind of made me uh, kind of start Juan Love Apparel to, you know, tie it into uh, your, the question. But seeing all these pieces just showed me that we all just want like the same thing, you know, like we're all human, like we all just want to live life and we all just want to be happy. And that's kind of uh, what I wanted. And uh, the Bronx, honestly, New York really helped me and mold me into this individual that has like, you know, like, you know, grit, attitude, that, you know, uh, mental toughness to just get what you need to get done, you know, uh, you're imagine a 15, 16, 17 year old going to high school or yeah, going to high school, taking the train, taking the buses. And there's just a lot of distractions, a lot of things going on in the world. And you just have to, nope, I'm going to school right now. And that's that. I'm not in anybody else's business. So it really kind of prepared me to just kind of be focused and, you know, kind of pinpoint what or fine tune what it is that I need to get out of life. In your mm-hmm. development on who you are today, you've got the Bronx part of it, but also part of who you are in your evolution was from your time going to college in New Hampshire. So you went to New England College. What are some of your favorite memories from your time there? Um, honestly, the friends that I made, uh, that's like we have a huge group. Yeah, there's, I 
think at least I'm sure 11 of us and I look at my phone now because you know 11 people in one group chat is always constantly going off but yeah it's at least 11 maybe 12 of us and yeah that's that was honestly the greatest takeaway that I got just like life is about who you spend with people you know not exactly what you're doing I guess um it also kind of showed me that less is better um I actually went to UNH for grad school even though it was a small program I was still a part of a, uh, a college you know the number one college uh, D1 school in New Hampshire and there's like about 30 40,000 kids there and it was you know a 180 basically and I was just it was not as personable as like seeing the same people going to you know to lunch or to the dining hall seeing having this 30 people in your class as opposed to 50 to 100 you know kind of thing it was uh it just kind of showed me that I was a uh I'm more of maybe I guess homebody or you know just person that likes to uh, relate and connect more on an individual level um so yeah that my yeah one of my greatest greatest memories is just any opportunity that me and my friends get to hang out uh you know just you know, shooting the shit hanging out <laughs> well I'm, I'm curious on a group chat of that size what type of texture are you are you the sit back and, and just watch and observe are you the one always putting things up are you are you the guy dropping memes and gifts what's your role oh yeah i especially oh man tiktok has blown up in the last year i'm like the one that's like yo like this is funny guys we need to watch this or you guys need to watch this uh i'm starting i'm in i'm an instigator in the group chat i'm like oh like you know, mom but do you remember when frank said this you know like okay. we all do that with each other it's like give and take it's so it's it's hysterical and there's a uh, right now, I work like a four to ten shifts at a supermarket, and you know, between like four and seven, when I take my first break, there's like a hundred something messages I have to catch up to. And it's like, okay, what happened now? And then there's other days where like no one talks at all, and yeah, it's yeah. like, okay, this somebody die. <laughs> yeah, it's always something when you come back, especially after a big event or a big sporting event, or something. You come back and you're just blown up on the group text. That's one <laughs> of the things I love about life. There's an Oscar Wilde quote that represents your vision with your clothing line, Juan Love Apparel. What's that quote? And why does it represent your goal? Yeah, uh, the quote is, uh, be yourself, uh, everyone else is taken. And uh, honestly, when I first heard it, I, it was so simple, but I was so blown away by it. It was just, you know, it's not, I knew it wasn't like the answer to life, but I knew it was like the first step, you know, the first few steps in the right direction. Um, another quote that I don't know who said it to this day either is, um, uh, you can't change the world if you're influenced by it. Um, don't know who said it, but another quote that, you know, it's not the answer, but again, it still lets you know what you want to do. You know, like it lets you focus. Well, I don't like to be influenced by whatever that's, you know, that this trend is. I want to do this trend or I want to do this. And I don't know, it was just kind of, uh, you know, there's a lot of variations of that quote too. You know, it's, uh, you know, be the change you want to be. Uh, let the uh, Let the world be your mirror. Michael Jackson, if you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself, make the change took a lot out of me to not sing that just now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's like, that's the goal of Fall in Love Apparel. I just want to remind people to just be themselves, uh, be them, be comfortable. Um, I want to make affordable clothing with high quality um, and anything that you buy from me to be meaningful. You know, uh, it's not another sweater that you're buying. It's something that has, you know, meaning to you. Mm -hmm. Well, how do you go about that as far as being different from everyone else where do you get your inspiration your ideas and your creativity from and especially if you're, you're looking at other areas for ideas but you also don't want to copy that because you do want to stand out so how do you go about being different yeah that's uh honestly no idea is an original idea i like to see anything as uh especially like i like to you know participate you know and do my stand-up comedy and no joke is ever 
an original joke. You know, someone has already danced around that premise. So I just look at life that way. Um, I actually found out that one of my quotes, which is uh, with age you to appreciate, uh, was said by a TV um, host the other day or like the other month. Uh, and they were just basically saying like, you know, uh, you know, we put all these uh, efforts into uh, um, all these other things that age, you know, like wine and cheese. And for whatever reason, we don't value ourselves. And I was like, that, I, I have that on a shirt. What, what? No, I have that on a shirt. Yeah. But, you know, again, that's because, you know, no idea is an original idea. And it's, uh, I get my, uh, I guess my spark of creativity comes from conversations with people. Just, you know, there's so many gems that you get from just talking to somebody, you know, one-on-one. And they're just, you know, they're putting you on to what their life experience might be like. And then you grab that, you grab a hold on to that and then you compare it to your own life. And, you know, sometimes we get lost where we start to compare too much, but at the same time, we get to a point where we're like, oh, well, you know, they did this, they had this attitude, maybe I should try something similar and see what that, you know, yields for me. Um, But yeah, that's basically what it is, just, you know, conversation with everybody. And I've, I've gotten like three ideas, like three design ideas from one conversation from a person, you know, and other times I get, you know, I, I get a joke from a person, you know, it's just, all these things you train, you, know, you try to get what you can, which is, you know, and it's nice because you can kind of pass that on to other people as well. Yeah. I feel like we're the sum of all the people that we interact with. And that's where so many ideas and why it's another reason why it's important to be, to be curious. Starting clothing line at any time is challenging, but I'm imagining that there were a lot of new difficulties that came during the pandemic. So what were some of the new challenges that you faced and then how did you adapt? Yeah. Uh, it was interesting to say the least. I'm yeah. sure everyone that you've been talking to recently have started off with, yeah, 2020 started off great. And then, you know, <laughs> but that's exactly what happened. 2020 started off great and uh, like momentum wise. And the company was already around for like about a year at that point. And I was doing podcasts, other media opportunities. Um, I was a part of business contests. And in the first two months of 2020, I met, I, I surpassed the goals that I had from 2019, which was amazing because I was just like, wow, like I made you know, in two months, I made what I made in 12 months, I was like, that was, you know, that was ridiculous. And it was exciting. um, But it also wasn't overbearing. uh, But it also kept me busy, which I really enjoy. But then came March, April, May, and June, just straight plummeted. And, uh, you know, I think the saying goes, uh, March winds, uh, and April showers bring May flowers. Uh, But for me, it was that March wind and just blew away all my sales. Like it was, ridiculous and but like i understood why you know it was i wasn't surprised you know i'm seeing on tv i'm seeing people are buying toilet paper not hoodies right now you know so i i i i accepted and i said okay well this is what's happening i have to kind of take the back seat let what happens happens and then i will you know uh i'll keep working behind the scenes but i'll when people are ready to buy they'll be ready to buy and i'll just keep everything as is and uh i actually wanted to make a um like a short commercial quick skit kind of thing comedy skit where it was like you know uh, uh did the pandemic leave you running out of toilet paper well lucky for you Juan love apparel you know kind of thing but i was afraid that one day i would see a uh, a youtube review titled Juan love apparel toilet paper unboxing review you know so i i was like no maybe maybe not yet eventually later down the road when we can look back on it um but uh it was a home-based business home-based online business so it wasn't like I lost foot traffic or anything like that. Uh, I did lose sales, of course, but who didn't, obviously. But uh, I just kept posting my stuff on the website, Facebook, Instagram. Um, I could have done more 
because uh, like with like marketing, because we're all stuck at home and my clothes are meant to be comfortable. So I could have been like, oh, well, you're quarantining. My clothes are comfortable. Why not be comfortable in quarantine? Like I could have done all that. But because I lost, I, I was expecting my sales to be much higher. I had the, uh, the plan for it, but not having the capital for it was not, I wasn't able to, you know, go forward with that and not having the capital and the space also. So I actually spent uh, after, I think it was June-ish, June, July, still started to pick back up. And I said, okay, any money, any money that I make from July until December, I should put towards my next step. Okay, well, Juan, what is your next step? So I started looking. I said, well, you're, you're home-based right now. I think that you should get some sort of headquarters, office, something. Uh, I looked for offices. I was looking for storage units. I was looking for... Um, food, ice cream, kind of trucks, trailers, so I can make it like a mobile business. Uh, but then I ended up going with an office, which is up in New Hampshire right now. And uh, that ever since I did that, it's gone great. And it's been, uh, been, it's been great to be able to see that I can now move on to like the next step and like be able to maintain that. And uh, unfortunately, uh, I'm no longer in New Hampshire for the next few months because uh, I crashed my car. And that was my only way to like get around in New Hampshire because there's, you can't, it'd be nice if like you could ride like a cow or a horse to like, you know, places, but like, there's just nothing up there. Yeah. There's no public transportation that can bring you from one town to the other. So I came back to New York to kind of get back on my feet and, you know, get a car eventually. But I was in the office for about four to six months and that's been, that was very successful. So I'm excited to, you know, when I'm done doing my stint in New York, that I can go back to New Hampshire and kind of return back to that rhythm. And also, um, I'm also a manager at the supermarket. So I'm picking up on uh, a lot of like managerial, like uh, um, uh, personalities, characteristics that I can kind of maybe bring that over to my own business. Yeah. So tell me more about Juan Love Apparel. What's the mission and what can people expect? Yeah. Uh, Juan Love Apparel just wants to remind you to be comfortable, um, both in who you are and what you wear. Uh, so far, I've released uh, seven designs. I only have six available at the moment, but I have tons of others. But like the first seven that I've created are the seven that you see right now. Um, and uh, I think all of those capture like the positivity, the simplicity, and they remind you to uh, have self-worth. Um, I, I basically, I want Juan Love Apparel to be affordable. You know, I want it to be, I wanted you to, and I also want you to own something that's meaningful to you, like I said earlier. But uh, that's, that's mainly what it is. It's like affordable, high quality, and you're happy with it. Basically. Um, the first two years I released seven, six DLC, about six DLC. And, um, are you like big on like video games and stuff? Okay. Yeah. So, you know, how, like when they release, uh, like DLC packs and all that kind of stuff. So I'm doing that with my clothing. So, uh, DLC one contained like hoodies, DLC two was long sleeves, DLC three, uh, dad hats and then sweatpants, t-shirts along the way. And, and DLC stands for designed with love and care. So as like a video game junkie, it's pretty cool and exciting and to have that creative free will to just be like, oh, I wanna do this. Mm -hmm. And I did it kind of thing. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just, it's been, a, it's been an interesting journey to kind of, cause you know, at the same time as I'm finding out what Juan Love Apparel is, I'm also finding out like what I want out of it. You know, like it's, there's two, there's two, to me, it's two different things. It's, you know, what it is and what I want to get out of it, basically. Um, and honestly, like 
to answer the question like what to like expect, it's uh, this new concept, it's, uh, B, it's the BU movement and it's a part of DLC 7 because somehow it just kind of lined up perfectly to make seven num or seven releases. But, um, you know, I can go on like forever with the quotes I brought up earlier, like be the change that you want to be and all that kind of stuff. But they all, all of those quotes were kind of along the lines of like the same thing. Like they were basically just telling you to be yourself, you know, just be you. So that's what it is. You know, the BU, the BU movement is meant to uh, kind of give you the opportunity to fully customize your order. You know, first you, de you decide which design you want, uh, which quote you'd like, uh, you choose the apparel, hoodie, crew neck, or long sleeve. And then eventually now you can just design every single color from then on out. Like uh, right now I'm only offering white, but right now I'm, off I'm wearing a, uh, a tan ink color. So I want people to say, well, you know, I want a tan ink color with a, you know, a yellow color and a black lace or something like that, you know, if applicable. Uh, you know, it's just, you know, the idea is just to give you the opportunity to be you, like I said. Yeah. So thus far, which are your designs are you most proud of? Um... So always, I always get that question. I, I don't, it's like, I love them all. Um, I feel like, like the first ever design that I made was focused on the positive and that one had plus minus, the plus sign and the minus sign. The minus sign was pixelated, blurry. And I love that one. You know, I feel like it was a very overarching general term, but as I started to go down the line, I think uh, the no dream too big was the, um, the, the design for me that I was just like, yes, like, you know, coming from an inner city where all these statistics are stacked up against you and whatnot. And all it took for me was just to say, I want this out of life. And I'm heading towards that. So, you know, it's, it just goes to show you that no dream is too big, no matter who you are. There are of course going to be boundaries, you know, obstacles, all that kind of stuff, but it's what you do with those obstacles and how you get past those as, you know, that determine your success in life. So I would say that that one for sure would be my, number one favorite uh and i think number two real quick i would think the new design uh the latest one is the um is the uh, therapy is cool design uh so because there's so much negative stigma you know around therapy and studying what i studied in college and grad school that i think that kind of enforcing and reminding people you know therapy is cool you know go to there I've, I've gone to therapy like do it you know i think it's a great opportunity to just talk to somebody who doesn't even know you because you, you'd be surprised of the things that you would say to somebody who doesn't know you as opposed to somebody who would know you, you know, kind of thing. So I would say that those two designs are probably my favorite. Very cool. Very cool. Well, in addition to your clothing, you mentioned you also are a comedian. So how does the aspect of performing as a comedian, how does that help with your creativity? It's, it gives me the opportunity, the creative free will to just say what's on my mind, I mm -hmm. guess, you know, uh, of course, you know, that comes with consequences and whatnot, but like, like I've always wanted to do stand-up comedy, but my parents were always like, you know, you have to go to school, you have to get a job, you know, go to college, get a degree, get a job and live that nine to five life. And I did, you know, I did do that. I went to college. I stayed in New Hampshire. I did everything that I needed to do. And there was just still something that I was like, ah, there's something I'm missing here. Mm. Um, and, you know, and I knew it was starting my own business, but there was also something where I was just like, I just want to, I don't know, something. And I've always wanted to do stand-up, like I said, and people have always told me, like, no, you should do it. You should try it. Never knew how to start it. And then eventually, uh, at the end of 2019, I said, Juan, 2020, you need to start comedy. I started comedy. I did one show. My first time ever was in New York. And I got like two or three laughs in the five minutes that I got. And I was like, huh. I was like, okay. And I went back the next day and I was like, oh, I was like, I enjoy this. I, you know, like I 
it was a one, the one or maybe two things in my life that I ever saw and was just like, I can really do this. And I had confidence for, and, uh, I don't think that a lot of us find things that we're confident of real quick. Mm-hmm. So I think that when you do find it, you need to stick with it mm-hmm. because that's another, you know, that's another moment right there that, you know, if you find something, you, you know that you're good at it or you feel confident that you're good at it. I think that honing that skill, you know, honing that uh, craft is definitely the right step in the right direction. And um, I've o- I always enjoy making people laugh and uh, I like the laugh. I like the joy that laughter brings. Uh, and I know I'm not going to make everyone happy or understand what I'm trying to say, but like, at the end of the day, like I know my intentions are like to like, you know, they're pure, they're trying to kind of bring awareness to a, a specific topic or, or something. And, you know, I, I look into things way too much. Like I'm one of those like uh, rabbit hole conspiracy people I'm like, oh no, if this happens, this happens, that happens, this happens. And but like in a joking manner, and I kind of want to see how far I can kind of explain to people like, hey, like, do you guys see what I see? And if I see that a crowd is with me, then I can kind of, you know, feed off of that. And that's, exciting in itself very cool with comedy with the company one love apparel and just the crazy year what do you think is the biggest lesson you've learned over the last 365 days oh honestly to put it simply your life doesn't start until you make it start Mm -hmm. um like you have to go out there and make your dreams happen it's such a cliche thing that everybody you hear all these you know uh i guess people that have made it quote unquote uh, say but it's true like we've all been you know home quarantined for a year now and i'm pretty sure a lot of us our dreams didn't come to us while we were at home you know um you know some just you like let's say posting it on like apple Podcasts or you know uh, posting it on youtube like those are things that you have to go out and do to make your dream you know kind of happen kind of come true make your life start and uh i've noticed that you know uh I started stand-up comedy in 2020, and then two months later, pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like here I am, a new comic in a world that uh, isn't even letting people stand less than six feet apart from each other, let alone you know, I, uh, uh, go to live performances. So you know, I actually uh, I like to joke and say, um, uh, God saw how unfunny I was and created COVID mm-hmm. to scare everyone. <laughs> yeah. But um, but luckily for me, uh, New Hampshire wasn't that bad, quote unquote, compared to other places. Uh, with COVID. So I was able to like keep performing, keep practicing. I was obviously limited, but I was still able to at least get like one, maybe two shows a week. And then eventually mics. And then eventually uh, I started opening. Um, I started to do opening shows for like professional comics who they've been in the game for a long time. I mean, to kind of shout them out, uh, Jim McHugh, uh, Jack Lynch, Joey Carroll, Steve Sweeney, Steve Bjork, like all of these guys are so nice to just be like, Hey, do you want to, open the show for the next you know every friday or every saturday and that was just great considering that i'm a year into comedy in the middle of a pandemic and i'm able to open up for you know i consider them legends but just to you know to open for these guys uh and but like none of that would have been possible unless i reached out to the appropriate people unless i made the connections i took the opportunities as they came um and the same thing goes for clothing like i don't make a sale unless i make an effort that is without a doubt like the bare minimum that I've noticed. If I don't go out and I don't advertise or I don't make a post or I do this or I do that, uh, you know, I don't make a sale. And that's what I was doing in 2020. The first two months I was doing these business concepts, like I said, podcast appearances, and I broke sales from a you know, whole year. And it's, it's like, even if I just make one sale for the day, like it meant like I was doing something right. 
And if I didn't make a sale that day, okay, well, what can we do to make two sales tomorrow? Yeah. Kind of thing. So that's what it is. It's just, you know, take what you can out of life. But if you want something out of life, you need to go out and try to make it happen. Very cool. Very cool. And I love how ambitious and how busy you are with all that. What's, what's next for you? What, are we, what can we look forward to with both the comedy and Juan Love Apparel? Uh, so for comedy, I can speak on that since it's happening right now. So my shifts are kind of towards the night. So I am trying, I'm trying to go to as many open mics as I can for comedy in New York City. We just opened up to about 25, maybe 40% capacity, I think. Um, so that's going to be exciting to just kind of go back out and, you know, like live the stand-up comic life of going out in New York City and just walking around and all that. We have scooters now, and I'm so excited for that. <laughs> I'm obsessed with these little motorized scooters that they have, like the apps. <laughs> I saw them, and I was just like, I am going to waste all my money on this again. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that's honestly the, the next step for comedy for me is just, you know, keep doing open mics as much as I can, get, the, get my name out there, and just enjoy the crowd that I'm going to get because I know people are going to be itching to go out again and, yeah. You know, I think it's, they're going to start, uh, I think anybody, but I think a lot of people are going to start to appreciate live performances a lot more. I think we're going to start to be like, you know what, maybe I should go out and, you know, do this. Um, but that's the comedy side. Um, the, uh, the clothing line side. So right now I'm flushing out the BU movement. Uh, you know, I actually had to halt orders. Uh, I think it was yesterday, maybe it's this morning, uh, because I had to catch up to what's already been ordered. So because it's so custom. Um, so like, I'm, I know that we're on camera here, but like this embroidery, like people will have the opportunity to customize if they want a full colored embroidery or if they just want it in white or black or yellow. So I have to uh, catch up to those specific orders because, you know, machines, it's much easier to just do one color and then that's it. But if it's multiple colors, you have to reset the machine and whatnot. So I want to be able to open up this concept to everybody so I can say, hey, you know, this is open. Here you go. And they can just kind of run on its own. Um, as opposed to just shutting it down. Um, in the meantime, though, so obviously that's going to be shut down. I still have some stuff available on my website, like sweatpants, long sleeves, some hoodies. Uh, but uh, while those are kind of going out of the door, I want to kind of make uh, animated videos. And I've already made one last year, which it was a lot of work. I will give credit to Hollywood. <laughs> Definitely a lot of work. Um, but posted on the YouTube channel, got a couple thousand views. People think it thought it was funny. People enjoyed it. So I'm excited because that was like the first idea that I've ever written on paper for an animated short. And I have so many more that I'm like, like people liked it. Okay, we're going to keep, we're going to keep doing this. So finding a team that will help me kind of reach that goal of, even if it was one episode a month that are like three to five minutes long, I'd be happy. You know, I want, I would love to, any opportunity to give, to get content out there that, gives people a moment to like, you know, laugh, you know, relax, just even if it's three to five minutes, that's, you know, I want one love apparel to kind of be about that also. I don't want it to just be, you know, clothes and, you know, that kind of stuff. I want it to be very multidimensional. Um, and then, you know, big plans for that later down the road. And uh, that's honestly what I have going on because I'm busy with an actual, I guess, quote unquote, an actual job. So, my hours and my days are limited. So I would like to focus on, you know, do what it is that I need to do as a manager at work, but also kind of touch up on some clothing line stuff and do the comedy when I can. So that's the three things that I'm working on right now. How can people stay up to date with your career and your life? And how can they get more information about Juan Love Apparel and, and pick up some items? Yeah, uh, honestly, following, following me on Instagram, uh, 
The Instagram handle is S Juan Rosario. It's E S J U A N R O S A R I O. Or you can follow the business Instagram, which is Juan Love Apparel, uh, all one word. Or you can even just go on our website, juanloveapparel.com, and you'll see any social media platform you go to, you'll see a link tree, and you'll have like our Instagram, our Twitter, our Facebook. Uh, the YouTube series, the animated skits, um, my comedy is on my personal YouTube channel. So uh, yeah, that's basically where anybody can find us. Fantastic. Now stay in touch. Keep me up to date with what's going on. Yeah, no, for sure, man. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, I, I know I curse a lot, but I fuck with you. Um, but uh, <laughs> No worries on that. No, yeah, we, we'll, def- we'll definitely keep in touch. Best of luck, man. Best of luck. And I, again, I hope you stay in contact. Yeah. But you were brilliant. I appreciate you, man. Have a good day. Cool. All right, my man. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Much appreciation to Juan. Check out JuanLoveApparel.com and give them a follow on Instagram. My new book, Curiosity, is currently available on Amazon. Curiosity celebrates the knowledge that strangers have to offer. Everyone has unique expertise and endless wisdom awaits the perpetually curious. Featuring 200 episodes from the Any Given Runway Show, Curiosity explores the diverse lives of athletes, adventurers, and performers. From daring voyages across the Atlantic to unforgettable performances in the West End, Curiosity celebrates the sophisticated thing we call life. Everyone has a story. Each person is a scholar. Thank you for listening. Fill up that passport. I'll see you on the road. Aviento. Randall has become like, you know, New York's favorite son.